What advice would you give somebody who can't afford to start the process, but they know they want to get divorced? Where does that leave them? Hey, hey, welcome to the WTF Divorce Podcast. My name is Rob Roseman. On this show, we talk about everything divorce, whether you're thinking about divorce, going through it, or figuring out life after. Divorce, co-parenting, dating, we cover it all and break it into short clips so it's easy for you to find and learn from. If you want more help, head on over to WTFDivorce.com. Real quick, let's talk about the sponsor. Today's WTF Divorce episode is brought to you by Soberlink. If you're going through a divorce and custody case involving alcohol, Soberlink is the solution for you. More on Soberlink at the end of the show. Now on to today's episode. What advice would you give somebody who can't afford to start the process, but they know they want to get divorced? Where does that leave them? So, um, that's unfortunately a very common situation. And as I mentioned, um, uh, in response to a prior question, it can be hard to do the, the do it yourself divorce, um, unless you have a, a fair amount of ability to dialogue with your spouse. Um, and you have a fair understanding of your financial situation. And frankly, some people don't, but, um, there are, um, in most areas, uh, low cost or um, sliding scale organizations. So in New York State, the Legal Aid Society has arms, uh, like civil uh, arms of the Legal Aid Society that will help you if you income qualify. In some places, there is free family mediation um, or reduced cost mediation. And even if you're hiring an attorney mediator, that process is still far less expensive if it if your if your spouse is willing to enter into mediation with you because it's a voluntary process um that can save you a lot of money and um and if you can get the agreement hammered out and drafted then you might be able to figure out the diy online forms to get your divorce completed and in some states if you income qualify the filing fees for filing the divorce documents it can be waived Mm-hmm. Yeah, cost is such a burden and can be so intimidating for people. Is there, I'm sure you've seen cases that go very long and can be very expensive and cases that are, you know, nipped right in the bud. And mm-hmm. are, is there a tip that you'd give a client or somebody looking to keep their divorce on the lower cost side, things they can do on their own mm-hmm. to save money? I know just an idea of one is uh, don't use your lawyer as your therapist because they're mm-hmm. going to be billing you at a high rate. What, what is a tip that you see cases that get settled for lower costs that they're doing correctly? Well, that's a great tip. And that's one we tell our clients as well. While we are empathetic and willing to listen, and we know that the emotions are part of what, you know, the, the journey of getting yourself uh, to the end of a divorce, we really strongly urge and encourage our clients to have a mental health professional in their camp and sometimes even a divorce coach so that, um, the divorce coach who will understand the process and understand uh, certain triggers that may come up along the way. And they're not your therapist, but they can help you plan and anticipate and, and come to your meetings with your lawyer or come to court sessions, you know, emotionally prepared and um, practically, pragmatically prepared for what to ex- expect and how to, you know, sort of keep centered and focused during that process. So those are really good um, supportive resources that can save your legal dollars for the things that are really necessary. Um, 
Our law firm also offers some um, sort of uh, hybrid DIY options for people that will help them do some of the thinking, planning, and talking outside of the law office, um, and then you know use their time with their lawyer or slash mediator lawyer more uh, efficiently and effectively. So we have a program called Our Family in Two Homes, which is for um, separating or divorcing parents with young children and a resource package called Our Family in a Few Homes for people going through gray divorce who may have adult children or even grandchildren. Um, and the idea is you get some resources, some workbooks, some guides that explain certain things about uh, the financial aspects of divorce, how spousal maintenance works in our state of New York, how child support works in our state, what things to consider in crafting a custody and parenting plan. And then they take those workbooks and they work either on their own and share their ideas or proposals or they work together through the workbook. And so they come in often with a framework for um, having mapped out a lot of this stuff. They've, they've mapped out the key components of a custody and parenting plan and they just need the, the attorney mediators to put some meat around that. So it's a complete and useful um, uh, agreement that the court would accept. And the same with the financial aspects of divorcing. So um, we uh, have a lot of clients take advantage of that. We flat fee that so you know exactly what your cost is. Um, and it does shift some of the work to you. So, uh, but, you know, for the, the do-it-yourselfer who still needs some support <clears throat> from an attorney or a mediator, um, that's a great alternative. That makes a lot of sense. I had never even heard of a divorce coach when I was going through it. I guess it's a... <laughs> a newer thing, but it makes a lot of sense. It's kind of counterintuitive to you are going to be spending a little more upfront if you're hiring a divorce coach and a therapist, but it sounds like if you can create a team and take a lot of that load off of the attorney, while it might be a little more upfront, it sounds like you could be saving a decent percentage on the overall case. If you just said, lawyer, go take care of everything for me. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it gives the clients um, not only the emotional support that they need, but it also, the divorce coach can really set expectations and, um, you know, the process can be scary. And sometimes, um, you know, in the, uh, the processing of these cases, the professionals at the law firm are so used to how the process works that we, you know, may not always fully explain, um, you know, what to expect at this next stage or what's coming at them. Um, or maybe not reinforce it enough because we know when you're under stress, there's only so much you can, you know, information you can absorb and retain. So the divorce coach will make sure that, you know, you're anticipating and you're not caught off guard by things and that you're fully prepared for what's coming next down the line. And again, and the beauty about divorce coaches, I think, is it um, helps the client stay focused on the better future that awaits them. So they're not just so stuck in this process sucks and it's terrible and it's like walking through the valley of death. The divorce coach can keep you forward focused saying, you know what, you're going to come out of this. There's going to be a new happy for you. And, you know, so stick with it. Don't be so defeated. Don't be so tired. And like, this is never going to end. There's an end. One last question that we had, um, advice for somebody that is interested in hiring a guardian ad litem, a GAL, but people don't think that they need it. She sounds like she's in a spot where she thinks they need it, but her attorney or their attorney doesn't think so. Can you explain that situation? 
That's a hard one for me to answer, quite frankly, because New York has a system that the um, we call them attorneys for children, not guardian ad litem in, in divorce and family court. The, the, it's automatically um, uh, assigned by the divorce or family court custody judge. So um, you do have the option of hiring your own, um, but um, I've never seen it done. And I, I would suspect that in New York, um, that might be looked upon um, suspiciously because it might be like, well, you're hiring a GAL who, or guardian ad litem who um, aligns with, you know, what you want the outcome to be or something. Mm-hmm. So in New York, we have a system that the court appointed guardian ad litems are assigned in custody cases. And in uh, divorce cases, the parties may have to contribute to the cost in some fashion, uh, one or both of them. But in the family court, they, uh, uh, attorneys for children are paid for through the state court system. Mm. So every matter. state is different. That is that is something I've learned uh, along the way. That <clears throat> you can't give legal advice across states for sure. Yeah. Um, last thing, you wrote a book. Tell us a little bit about Divorce Like a Pro, A Better Way to Break Up. Sounds like a must read for anybody thinking about it, in the middle of it, or a gift to a friend that's in that position. <laughs> I hope so. Um, it really was born out of this idea that um, I wouldn't want my family to be in a family court. Um, You know, courts are there for people who need them, but um, I I think it's the hallmark of insanity or irrationality to let a stranger in a black robe make important decisions about your children or your finances, your future. So um, they're there if there's no other way to help you reach your, your goals or get your uh, problem solved, but that you know, this book is about encouraging people to consider that there are other avenues, and that even if you end up in court, to to use that forum uh, as efficiently as possible, uh, with an eye towards settling it and not letting the judge ultimately make those decisions. So I know that um, in most places, well, certainly in the state of New York. Um, alternative modalities like mediation or arbitration or collaboration are purely voluntary, but some people are lucky enough to be in states where there are um, initial mandatory referrals to those modalities. So this book is about, you know, thinking out of the box, considering alternatives and, you know, weighing the pros and cons of the various options. But at at a minimum, I think for many people, it might be an eye opener that they actually do have options. Thank you so much, Deborah. We've learned a lot about divorce, people that are going through it, in the middle of it, figuring out life after. Uh, let people know where they can find you. Uh, yeah, so you can find us at uh, WhitsonLawFirm.com. That's W-H-I-T-S-O-N LawFirm.com. Uh, and our mediation company is MediatedOnlineSolutions.com. Thank you, Deborah. This was great. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Thanks, Rob. It's great being here. Have a good day. This is a clip from my conversation with divorce attorney Deborah Whitson. You can find Deborah at WhitsonLawFirm.com. The WTF Divorce Podcast is sponsored by Soberlink. The holidays are coming up, and it can be a stressful time for people dealing with divorce, especially when alcohol is involved. Our friends at Soberlink want to help. Soberlink has teamed up with divorce and family law experts to help give you peace of mind during the holidays. If you've never heard of Soberlink, it is the solution for you if you're going through a divorce and custody case involving alcohol. 
Soberlink works hard to keep children safe, offering a remote alcohol monitoring system that is the gold standard because of its technology. Whether you are falsely accused of alcohol abuse, or if you are concerned about your child's safety because of the other parent's alcohol use, Soberlink can help. Don't miss out on Soberlink's free guide for the upcoming holiday season. Request it today at www.soberlink.com WTF. That's www.soberlink.com WTF.